Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bicoastal. We have officially made it to our third episode. <laughs> I am Bianca. I'm Gerard. And we're here. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I like how you sent a text saying you should get the email. And then 10, 10 days later, I was like, yeah, I'm on. Because <laughs> <laughs> Maya was charging the... Well, she was on the com- the computer, and she's like, I'm like, how much charge is it? Because I need to record. She said, oh, it's at 53. I get to it, it's 35. So. Dyslexia? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to make a joke about dyslexia, <laughs> but dyslexia? I was like, so it's not at 50. Um, actually, it's not even close. There is a five, but no credit. Did she just laugh? No, she's like, it was there. I was like, Whatever. <laughs> So I'm in the closet hoping to muffle the sound and I'm, I went downstairs to get a extension cord so I could charge. Oh my God. Is the extension cord running underneath the closet door right now? Absolutely. No, as a matter of fact, I drilled a hole into the door (laughs) because I'm extra like that. (laughs) So yeah, it's been cloudy here for like the past four days and it's been raining each day. And so I have like no drive to do absolutely anything. Like I, the last day, or no, maybe not the last day, but it was, uh, like I know I've been trying to exercise at least like three to four times during the week, which I should do more, but like I'm lazy. So I haven't done anything for like two or three days just because like I don't want to do anything but eat breakfast, drink coffee, and then go back and just like sit in bed. I honestly, and can I just, oh, so much better. I feel like now is the time for us to be okay with being lazy because once we get back into um, post Miss Rona, (laughs) we're going to be living life. Like I think it's going to be pretty chaotic. Everyone trying to get back to like being Mm -hmm. normal and how it was. Trying to figure out like getting hired jobs opening. And I talked to um, Charney yesterday and she made a good point about all like the merchandise that's just sitting in stores like, we got to figure out, like, just all the little things that make up this whole situation. I didn't so. even think about that. So, like, if stores get replenished, like, like every, like, just think about Macy's because we both work there. Like, every month or to month and a half, they would get, like, a new replenishment of, like, the next group. We've been yeah. close for how long? So, do they continue with what's already there? Do they have you, like, send it back and then send you new stuff? How is that going to work for every single store? Yeah, and I she said, yeah, and she was mentioning how it's not going to be full um, in-season stuff. So you're talking about full-price stuff that's going to be clearanced out more than likely. So she made a good point. But I feel like now, why not be lazy for a little bit? True. Like, okay for binging. And I only say that because I'm almost done with The Mentalist. I have one episode <laughs> left in the season seven or seven seasons. Oh, my and God. No fucking shame. <laughs> I just know everything's going to be crazy once it goes back because we don't know how to come back from something like this. Yeah, this hasn't been since like what the 30s that something like this has happened. Like the the um the the recession happened in 2008. Like you didn't have to stay home. People just stayed home because they didn't have money, but they weren't confined to staying home. Where like now it's like stay home unless you need to go. Yeah, necessity. So it'll be interesting. So yeah, I don't mind because I think I'm right there with you. <clears throat> I'm working out. M- four four days a week so i have to do today i'll have to do upper body and cardio but as you can tell it's 
at 12.45 and I haven't yet to do that. <laughs> it's so hard. Like when it was sunny out, I was exercising like my four times a week. But now it's just like, I don't want to do anything. That's a big thing here too, because it rains so much off and on. You have to, like weather doesn't become an excuse anymore. Because it'd be like, oh, you guys, it's raining today. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to stay in and I'll just go run tomorrow at the park. And then the next day it's raining. And I was like, okay. okay so I'm going to stay in and I'm going to yeah. run tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, okay, we're going to look at tomorrow. And then tomorrow's raining. And I'm like, you know what? We'll just check in a month from today <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> so I just start, ra- I would just walk or run in the rain. I would just get a raincoat. And find a place. To add, like, is it like uh, is it like true rain or is it like a like a light drizzle or something, like a constant O? A constant. Um, and then some places, like even that's like ten minutes away. If it's pouring here and I drive over there, it could be not raining for the moment, or vice versa. So yeah, it's pouring here, but I'd go to like the park where I go, and it might be like a light mist, but the trees canopy enough is that even word canopy it is today yeah where the rain wouldn't hit so much um do you have any updates or anything to tell me what has happened this week we watched the tiger king in one night i don't know if you've seen it (laughs) no it's on my watch list (laughs) i didn't even want to watch it i was like I Francisco binged it all one night and I was like I can't keep up because each episode it's so much happens in one episode that I couldn't like it was taking too much out of me to watch a whole episode not have time to like recoup not it was not that it was like traumatizing stuff it was just like I need there was so much to happen I need to just like sit with myself for like maybe a couple minutes just to like <laughs> regroup on what just happened and then watch the next episode because apparently so much really did happen it's just like and there's like so many big personalities on there and especially like the main character he's just so much and it was like draining me to watch and i mean but we finished it and the, it's crazy i didn't even know these people existed is it a limited series so it's minimal I, yeah i think they released seven episodes but then oh, they okay. said that they're gonna release an eighth and like final episode i think is what francisco said but that's all we did this week and what else have we been doing we've been watching old rupaul's drag race episodes eating oh my god i went to trader joe's yesterday this is and they have they have a canopy like the ones that you take to like a football game or something that you put on like the sidelines like a pop-up canopy they had those around the front and partial side of the store and they have like spray painted lines all along the perimeter to signify six feet so you stand there so i went yesterday because we went to our regular grocery store and they didn't have any almond milk they didn't have tofu i don't know why everyone's a vegan all of a sudden yeah nice try bitches dairy-free vegan <laughs> lifestyle like i just want creamer i just want yeah. milk and what else did i say tofu and they didn't tofu. so i went to trader joe's and i had to stand outside in the rain for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes like because they were only allowing 30 people in the store and um when you walked up, the guy would like direct you, okay, you're going to the right. You're going to go through the store backwards so you don't run into that many people or you're going to go to the store regularly. And you just had to like be aware that you only stayed or that you stayed at least six feet away from everybody while you were in the store. Wow. As soon as you leave the store, they like spray it with like some sanitizing spray. They they spray you? Need... No. Well, if you want, they could. <laughs> <laughs> 
they spray like the cart handles they spray the the oh. entire cart so they don't even let like inches of that cart go past your hands before they're spraying it no and then as soon as you walk in they offer to spray your hand with like some sanitizing uh i don't know if it's hand sanitizer like a sanitizing spray and then they do the same thing when you leave that is not the level we're at here but I just they have everything party. there the only Did thing they? they don't have there is paper products but they had everything uh Target actually has stuff because I went through this. Well, I, I guess I went earlier because I've been. I made teriyaki sauce and I stood around the kitchen for a while. <laughs> do absolutely nothing. <laughs> I literally was like, oh, okay, now that it's been an hour, maybe I should do something else. <laughs> um, but every place here I feel like has slowed down with the chaos. So any place that I go to now, I don't feel like I have to stock up on anything anymore. Like, I don't feel that sense of urgency or that need to, like, buy seven almond milks if I have it. Or if they have it, I'm sorry. Which is nice. Um, Nothing new on my end. I don't think. Hunter hasn't done any shenanigans. Hunter does shenanigans all the time. Um, I told you the other night I have SBS. (laughs) (laughs) But... I thought that you were being funny and I thought mine was going to be the correct answer. So, everyone, my name is Bianca and I suffer from SBS, which Gerard said was skinny bitch syndrome. I fucking wish. It's sleepy butt syndrome. And I actually, I was staring at my butt. Okay, this isn't like jumping back to episode two or anything like that. This is just me being just what I need to work on, like, now that I'm at a point, you know, like, okay, what can I work on? And I was staring at my butt, and you know, like, those, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real stereotypical right now, so don't get offended, but you know, like, when you see older ladies, maybe in their 50s, and they're wearing, like, boyfriend-style shorts that are too um, wide, at the so then they're, yeah, so their butt is, like, really flat when they turn to the side uh if i don't do something now that's my future (laughs) and i am nowhere near 50 plus yet (laughs) but it's like i have the butt but i need to just wake it up a bit so i can tell that and i I like looked it up like pictures and like diagrams like there's a true difference between like a flat butt and a sleepy butt and they say it happens to people who um, have, like, desk jobs. So it's pretty common. Like, if you're not in a job or anything where you're, like, actively, you know, work, walking around, your muscles just tend to relax. And because I haven't – I've been more lackadaisy since the kids have been home, I've noticed that they've kind of just – it's an easy fix. Mm-hmm. But I told Zach, like, I'm not trying to be that lady. I'm, I'm not, not trying to be sleepy but. And, like, she walks around like she's hot, but she's forgetting that she's halfway not. And I'm like, I just don't want to be in denial about that. <laughs> but that's true, though, because you, all your jobs before have been super physical on your feet mm-hmm. all day long. Only sitting since, down and eat lunch. Yeah, since day one. Since Forever 21. It's Well, since before that, because I worked at JCPenney in retail. So I've always, and then I was working at a restaurant. I worked at Starbucks for literally a day. Um... Yeah, so it's always been standing up, walking around, moving. So now that I'm in a, you know, completely different vibe, my ass is just like, see ya. (laughs) (laughs) But no, no no shenanigans here, I don't think. Um, My cousin got her face mask from Sarah, though. 
because you know how Sarah's donating to people in the medical profession for everyone that you buy, or if you buy some, she'll donate for free to that person. So my cousin's a nurse, so she got oh, her wow. stay, which is pretty cool. She was all oh, like, cool. oh my God, thank you. You didn't have to. I was like, no, it's just totally free. I, just, I didn't do anything. I just figured out your address because you gave it to me. And that rest <laughs> is like, not me, but I will take the credit for sure. What kind of print did Sarah do? She chose hearts and a floral one, which is nice. I saw this thing yesterday on TikTok because that's how I end my nights is TikTok. And this nurse, or it was like someone made a trick for nurses. So she did two space buns and then she stretched the medical mask up and around the space buns to alleviate like the pressure from being around her ears all day. Oh, which I thought was worked. Well, I don't know. I, I, it just said like uh, tips and tricks for like nurses to, for ear pain. Yeah. Because like when you wear glasses all the time, I start mm-hmm. to hurt right here. Me too. And then it turns into an instant headache because I'm extra. I'm, oh my God, my head. <laughs> but I don't even wear my glasses anymore. Um, we got good feedback from episode two. Um, we, do, we did get a new, a new listener subscriber the other day. Like that um, you don't know? No, no, no. I know her. I went to oh. high school with her. Um, I guess do you want to start? You start since I went first last time. Oh, this is like what they do in other podcasts where they're like, okay, I went last week. You go this week now. <laughs> okay. So this week we are talking about, it's a jump off from last week's episode. So last week's episode was obviously probably our more cheerful one. Um, I feel like a lot of people felt good about themselves. <laughs> they didn't question anything about body image. They didn't go and look in the mirror and point out five things that they could improve. Um, so you're all welcome. You are welcome. That's what we're here for. (laughs) Um, So last week was about body image. And this week for us is about, I don't like saying diet. I've said that before. Um, Diet to me means it's food restrictions in the sense of like, I don't know, like I want to say like punishing your body for not having stuff versus this is just how I eat. Um, Gerard, as we will learn, is vegan but you have since added a couple of things into your diet to kind of help with certain reasons which you can touch on um but like i said i've been doing my eating for let's just say going on five years four years ago um i had vertigo when i was in the car and i know it was after hunter because we were living at the condo at the time and we were turning into the house. I remember it was really, really weird. Uh, I told my dad about it. He told me to go see his doctor, who's Dr. Stone, um, which you guys will later learn that I have an unnatural, obsessive, love crush, die hard, do anything for her. I wish I could have taken her with me kind of vibe. <laughs> it's unhealthy. I don't mind. <laughs> I need to get something to drink. Hold on. I don't know what's up with my throat today. It's probably Corona. Also, speaking of that side note, we think that Zach's boss Ed has it. Oh my god! And he's had a fee- he had a fever, and then he had um, trouble breathing. He went to the doctor. They refused him because they said that his symptoms weren't um, serious enough. Well, his fever um, peaked again so then he scheduled another appointment i was like so you guys are just gonna wait until he's on the deathbed to assume that it's serious enough yeah that's scary 
-hmm. Anyway, so I went to see his doctor and I went obviously for the vertigo. Um, but since I was there, I told her I have eczema. I've suffered from eczema. And most of you guys know since I was around six or seven, I had suffered. Okay. So when I was in high school, well, when I was in middle school, it was on both my hands and both my feet. And there was a time where it was so bad that I had to bandage both of my hands. I had like yellow pus cuts all over my feet and hands. And I had to have somebody um, take notes for me. And I actually had to be out of school for a while because I couldn't even walk. Um, As I got older, of course, I don't know what happened. It just didn't get as, it was less and less drastic. So you figure I'm 34 now. So maybe 29, 30, when I went to see Dr. Stone, still living with it. And I've gone to dermatologists my whole young life and doctors and pediatricians about this. It is not something new. I did try figuring it out. Uh, The problem is I would get told, you know, it's, it could be anything or we don't know what it is at all. Right. I never got a straight answer for it. So we'd spend one, $200 on topical cream, you know, steroids, not steroided lotions. My mom um, even got stuff from like Palau, like, stuff that they like handmade to figure it out. I mean, you're talking about like years of trying to figure something out years and money and money and money and time and years and money and insecurity, because I'd have people that would go to me and be like, did you burn your hand? Or they'd come to school the next day and they're like, um, I saw this on my hand and I remember touching you and I think I got it. And I was like, Oh my God, bitch, it's not contagious, <laughs> but don't touch me. Cause whatever you have, I don't, I don't want. know. <laughs> yeah. It's a mystery. So it's been, obviously, it's been a shitty time because, and I know a lot of people suffer from eczema. Now, whether they develop where they have it, mine is on my dominant hand. So it's something that people always see. But like I said, money upon money, doctors upon doctors, dermatologists, people who actually specialize in skincare. And and, and, and to to be fair, they did bring up like, oh, it could be a food allergy. But their only suggestion was you could, take food out of your diet and then for about a good two to three weeks to a month. And if the problem goes away, then you know, that's what you're allergic to. Okay. Well with that as a jump off, that would take me until the day I died. And even then I probably wouldn't figure it out because yeah, that's so time consuming. That's so time consuming without, yeah. a do- without doctor's help. So I basically told my mom that I wanted to stop going to doctors about it. And I gave up because it was a waste of money. I saw her day one. She told me that we figured out the vertigo. She said it was probably a one-time thing. wasn't going to happen again. And she looked at my hand and she said, you're eating something you're allergic to. I will do a blood test on you for $150. You stop eating that stuff and your problems will go away. And she said that even these, these certain, these um, side effects, uh, anxiety, bloating, being clouded in my head, um, being tired. So lethargic, the eczema, um, gassy, that kind of stuff. She said, I guarantee you, if you take this stuff out of your diet, you will be good. So two weeks later, my blood work comes back and I got every, like a list of everything, which my two biggest ones are, um, dairy and eggs. And there's a bunch of other really great stuff that, um, is so unfortunate. So 
like avocado avocados cabbage cranberries bananas pineapples kidney beans green beans um i think there i have like a little card that says everything um i could eat duck eggs if i wanted but she did say that i am far enough on the list that eventually it could still show symptoms because it's a little bit it's higher on the lower end if that makes sense so okay. it falls under not allergic but it's so high up there to being allergic that she says you might as well just not even chance it <clears throat> so that's where my food habits come from so from that point on what was it, like a month or two i took everything out of my diet that i was allergic to and it was a thousand percent better i mean a thousand percent better my eczema which has never gone away went away um i actually did um lose a little bit of like that water weight from bloating i stopped ha being like tired so it was like i tried to explain to her like the cloudiness it's like almost like you're an out of body feeling so your head's like just you know as if you're like cold like had a sickness or a cold you know so everything went away i felt like a brand new person a hundred percent so yeah, I, even when when you first did it, I remember how clear yeah. your hand was. Like it your was, hand was so clear so fast. It was insane. Like, and even Zach was skeptical about it because he was like, "Okay, something so simple." And the sad part is that it is that simple. That's the really sad part is that all those years of going to doctors and dermatologists and knowing that that could have been an out, like just take my blood test, drive it through some you know, the food products, and then let me know what I'm allergic to. Instead of just saying like, and that's the thing, like, and this could be another topic for another day, but I'm not against doctors, right? Obviously not. But from seeing her, I will not see a regular doctor unless I absolutely have to, because I now see and I do believe, and that's just, this is my opinion, I don't care if you agree or disagree, don't at me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I understand that some doctors they need to be selling pharmaceuticals in order to run the world, right? right? They sell you medicine, you do this first. So their whole thing is, we'll just give you this ointment, we'll give you this lotion, we'll give you this pill, we'll give you this tablet. But it doesn't get rid of the problem. It just masks it. And eventually the problem will go away. Whereas with her, it might take a little bit longer, but the problem goes away, you know? And that's how it was for me is, you're allergic to food. And she explained it like this, when you're allergic to peanuts, and you have the allergy, right? Most people who are allergic to peanuts, it becomes a really big issue, right? You have an EpiPen, you know, you go into anaphylactic shock and you could die. So she said, so when you have an allergy like that, it's taken very seriously because death is a problem. That is a possible side effect. Where with yours, it's just an underlying effect. So she said, you've been pumping your body with food that you're allergic to for 30 years now and this is your way of your body telling you to please stop is the eczema the anxiety being tired being bloated so yeah it might not be as severe but it's still not good for your body you need to take it out because it's toxic like they're toxins in your body and your body's trying to reject it and you don't even know what life feels like without it because that's all you know so even when i stopped taking it i'm like i'm not kidding like my whole days were 180% different. Like it was just insanely different with how much I felt and how better I felt and the clarity that I felt. 
And it was for something so simple as that. So that's where my diet comes, well, diet, not diet, but my food comes for. So, and it's, and I tell people this all the time and I firmly believe it. And even if you don't have eczema, you should get a food allergy test because what's good for me is not good for you and vice versa. So avocados are a healthy fat for people. Well, they're not, not for me. me. So <laughs> I've learned that I could have olive oil, you know, or nuts or salmon. Those are my ways of having healthy fats. But, and I just, I tell people like, there's a reason and you probably just don't even know, right? So you're, whatever side effects you might have or anything like that, you might not even notice because you've never not had a day without it. Yeah, you don't know anything other than what you've what been you, yeah. living with. Like for exactly. you for the past 30 years, you don't know anything different. So how are you supposed to know, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat this avocado? Right. And how would I, and the thing is it made it so much easier to be able to be told like, this is what you're allergic to. Take it out of your diet. And Because she even said, she's like, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and run through your whole entire list of food that you eat every day. Take it out for a month. She's like, I'll see you in 20 years. And <laughs> still probably would only figure out maybe two things you're allergic to. How would you have ever figured out any, like, because you have, like, the Pacific Islander Asian background, you you, you ate kimchi all the time, and that has to in it. So how are you going to, and, like, (sighs) you're even going to think, like, even if you're, like, allergic to something like a carrot, how are you going to think, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat this vegetable? You're not going to think you're allergic to a vegetable. And fermented food is good for you, I've read, that having, like, anything that's, like, you know, fermented or soaked in vinegar is good for your digestion and stuff like that. So kimchi is actually a good food to eat if you want to help your gut, no, it is not for me. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when I went through that time where I was cleaning out my system and everything went away, if I would even have a scent of dairy, my eczema would come back threefold. You, I mean, I could, and like, obviously, as you can see now, I'm really focusing on making sure that stays. <laughs> but I think you brought up a good point about doctors selling pharmaceuticals and that's like what they do. So they're just going to give you, Oh, just take this instead. And, but I think that's a good point because you went to this naturopathic doctor that said, if you do this, it it could help with your anxiety and it did help with your anxiety. But I think a lot of people aren't willing to like make those cuts out of their, out of their diet or like their lifestyle because like, who's going to like what who not, how do I say this correctly? Like not everyone is going to be willing to do what you did to get the results. People would rather just have like a cream or people would rather have medication to help with their anxiety or help with like like a cream for their eczema. But how many people are actually going to want to go through all those steps to make sure that it could actually have like real, real effects on your body? And it's not easy. I When you learn like you're allergic to something, like especially people who um, are like, you know, intolerant to gluten was celiac disease. Is that yeah. what it's called? Um, you learn how much stuff really has what you're allergic to so dairy is in everything everything and And it doesn't make sense of why it's in these things yeah it just um there is a packaged ham like sandwich meat they sprinkle dairy in it for fucking fun i i I, what why obviously we know things like chips have dairy and then then you go into things like i obviously i'm allergic to eggs so that's second to problem even when she called i called her and I was like, so how does it look? She's like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> probably the worst news I could give you. And like I was like, oh my, ending. yeah. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And she's like, you're super allergic to dairy and eggs. So good luck. <laughs> like, no, that's fine. Like eggs and dairy, we're good. 
until I started seeing how much we actually buy. Now, of course, your first thought is cheese, yogurt, uh, eggs, like breakfast stuff, but it goes far past that. So all my baking goods are 100% different now. Um, I hate breakfast now because I can't have anything that everyone else has. And I, I mean, I can, like, obviously I know how to make like vegan pancakes now, vegan waffles, vegan muffins, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, oatmeal. And you, and you could still eat it, but it's like, is eating it worth my hand or like my anxiety? Yeah. It's and it's, and there are times like, you know, and donuts. Okay. Donuts. Yeah. You need to have a vegan fucking donut. Um, there are some breads that have eggs. There are noodles that have eggs. It's uh, it's just there's soup. Um, chicken noodle soup has dairy. Um, I think the only two soups that don't have dairy are like um, veggie soup, like minestrone soup or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. um, and like a beef roast soup. The rest, all across the board, have dairy or egg in it. So just canned soups alone are a nightmare to me. So it's it's a very it's just crappy. It takes a lot. Like I, when, like I said earlier, it took me four years to be where I'm at right now. And even then, my hand will show you. I just sometimes I just really want a donut. Or I really want that ice cream. And even moving here, it's been harder because in Phoenix, um, healthy eating and vegan is a trend. It is more available here where I'm at not so much it's almost taboo so I'd have to go to Atlanta which would make more sense but I have to go drive you know 30 45 minutes to get something that's gonna necessitate my needs and I'm and I'm sorry about like if, you know how we would go to um what is it the ice cream place Nami uh, Nami yeah Nami so was like less yeah less than 10 minutes away we could have delicious ice cream that we could eat now I don't even fucking Good bother. Luck. Yeah. So that's where my my food lifestyle comes from. It's I only eat what I can eat. I take out what I can't eat. So, yeah, it sucks. I can't have a lot of stuff, but that's my choice. And like you said, I can eat it, sure. And even my, you know, Dr. Stone said, go ahead. You're just going to regret it. And she's <laughs> right. I had, <laughs> when it was my birthday, we went and had the Mexican food, which was, like, amazing. It was a horrible three days after. I just diarrhea until like three, four in the morning. <laughs> it was just like gassy stomach aches. I was like popping tums like no other. And I was like, it's fine. Like it was so In worth the it. moment you're like, oh my God, this is so good. Where have you been? <laughs> It's like when you're getting drunk and you're like blacking out and you're telling your friend like never again. And then the next weekend you're like, listen, just this one time. Okay. I made it. I'm fine today. I'll be fine tomorrow. It wasn't worth it. Then it's not going to be worth it five hours from now, (laughs) but I'm okay with it. I mean, it was worth it. It was so good. Like, um, what is it? The white queso cheese. Oh, so good. So good. Every time I just eat it knowing my life's going to suck in about eight to 12 hours and I'm okay with it. And it, like, I really, and at times I'm like, that was such a stupid thing to do because it really is rough on my body. Like it tears me up inside, mm-hmm. but it's like those indulgence, you know, it's just one of those things. Like I have to, have sometimes to. you just have to, sometimes I cheat. Like I just need to. Yeah. I mean, like I'm just better off if I do. It's, 
And I think it goes the same with people who are actually dieting, you know, when they're trying to cut everything back, but then you have like, you know, your cheat meals. Yeah, whatever it is. And you just kind of go balls to the walls with it. It's the same thing. I just get affected. Your thing is you live with this regret for the day that you ate 17 pieces of pizza, 15 wings, drank, you know, two bottles of tequila. Fine. Mine is like, now I have to live in the bathroom for the next few days until this passes. R.I.P. <laughs> and I'm like posting like really cute pictures, like it's beautiful weather, but like on the other side of the phone, I'm like super crying. <laughs> like the whole room smells. And I'm just like, look at those trees. You're wishing you were dead, like you're just in so much pain. <laughs> but I'm focusing on the the positive and like so yeah, that's me. And to anybody listening, go see Dr. Stone. She's Tell her Bianca sent you. <laughs> but I think that's what people like a misconception people might have is that they think that if like they think if they go to a naturopathic doctor that it's like wishy washy, like it's like not real medicine. Like and the, in their mind, thing. they only go to a doctor because a doctor knows and the doc like they went to school for this. But a natu- a naturopathic doctor went to school too. Like it's not like they just woke up and said, you know what? I want to cure. I'm just people. gonna cure people <laughs> and wake up some allergies that people might have, and I don't know, just do yeah. it. And I looked at it. They know what they're doing. Um, So that's my my food life. It's really just food allergies. I eat everything else. Um, So I'm not vegan. um, But I welcome vegan recipes. I do eat tofu. I have tried other sources of stuff. um, But I'm not full vegan. So if I see, you know, like your parents have like, <clears throat> what is it? Antelope, elk, deer? It doesn't fucking matter. One of the three. One of the three is waiting. It was supposed to come to us in March. Thanks to you, Corona. I don't get it. And I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think that's like one of the healthiest, most fresh meat. It's different than chicken, cow, which I'm sure you will tell us what that looks like statistically. <laughs> I mean, like their lifestyles and how they're raised and... I wouldn't even use the word raised. I would just say like produced. Yeah. It's not even raising. We were like strict vegan for like, I want to say four years. Like we wouldn't touch anything. But you have to talk about how you started. I watched a documentary. Oh, yes. I watched a documentary on Netflix. And it was just. Yeah. One of my old managers told everyone, he was like telling everyone to watch it. And honestly, it's so gross. And I think that if, people were to watch it maybe they wouldn't go vegan but i think it would have effects on what they ate and what they chose to eat which is basically the same thing but i think like i don't know if any of this stuff that the documentary showed was true and also it was like it could have been that it was filmed from like so one-sided like it was people obviously who were like pro-veganism or a pro-vegetarian diet bringing up facts that went against like eating meat but the documentary like showed that there's bodybuilders who are vegan um, like people can actually su- survive on a vegan diet. You don't need meat to survive. People just want meat to survive. And I think he even talked about like how humans were made to like all of our teeth are for. So like, yeah, all of our teeth are built to break down plants. But I, from what they said, we developed and we, we evolved for teeth to break down meat. Like I said, I don't, rem- I, I don't know if any of what the documentary was saying was true, but they would like, it showed that this meat, factory like if the pigs died they would feed the pigs to the pigs what like i said i don't know if it's 
I, I don't know if it's true. The, I watched the, 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 what do you call it? Documentary. Mm-hmm. But I still eat meat. So. It was just like so gross to me. No, but I'm like, sure that it is. Some of it is fact-based. But I would probably venture to say it was more one-sided. Right. But it's, there, it didn't like bring it, up people that were like pro the meat industry. It would just bring up facts about pro meat industry, if that makes right. sense. But I, I think at the same time, like how they would like with your not eating meat, I think your choice of eating meat today is different than how it used to be. So the way that these animals are raised is in really shitty conditions, right? We know that right. they sit on their own shit until they're ready on top of each other until they're like ready to die, you know? So, but I also understand like the, the demand for that kind of stuff with the amount of people on this earth mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to say otherwise. So I do believe that it's good to hear that side and just have that side. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's okay to not have like their only course in this movie is to show you why you should be vegan or to maybe open up your eyes and say, this is what it's like. You don't necessarily need the meat eaters in there saying, Hey, yeah, at the same time, this is how we feel. Like we understand it goes either way, but its purpose was to say, Hey, look at what it's like, what it looks like. Now I like, I won't go as hard as PETA. I don't like looking up their stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't eat meat because of animal rights. I don't eat meat because of the effect that the meat industry and the agriculture industry have on the environment. Like, I don't, this sounds bad, but I don't care about the animal's feelings. What matters is that what? It, takes, <laughs> it takes so much uh, water and land space for us to raise these animals. And I, if I remember correctly, uh, cows are one of the leading producers of methane gas. And I don't believe that methane gas can be absorbed into the atmosphere in the way that like carbon monoxide can be. And secondary aren't they yeah but chicken is secondary but chickens are so low in comparison to to uh cattle because of their size yeah and because of their size the amount of food that it takes to raise one pound of digestible food so it takes 1800 gallons of water to produce one pound of beef as opposed to what and it said I don't remember the statistic, but in comparison to what it it costs to raise a pound of vegetables or fruit is far, 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 far less. And like so much of our land is cleared to raise cattle. So like if that land has like trees on it, it's cleared just to make grass and grass cannot produce like oxygen for us in the way that trees can. So yeah, it like adds to like the production of the meat to sustain human life, but it takes away another way that sustains human life i can see what you're saying so has anybody ventured you on the whole um almond aspect no what it takes to grow almonds yeah i know it takes a lot to grow almonds and so and here's the thing when we're talking about this you guys for listeners it's just this is just our choosing for stuff right like we 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 openly respect your opinions and like your views and all that kind of stuff like we always will um, but this, these are reasons why Gerard eats what he does. There's my reasons to eat. And there's always going to be both to both sides. So it right. t- I just looked it up. It takes to grow one almond requires 1.1 gallons of water and to grow a pound takes 1900 gallons of water. So if all of us were vegans or we lived off of almonds, then couldn't you say the same? Now it might right. be healthier your thing, but then you're taking water away. So there's always going to be like that. And that's not what we're here for. This is a fucking debate. 
it's just telling you like this is reasons why you know you choose to do this and even if you do it and it might not seem like a big thing like oh it's just gerard and risco but really it's not right there's a lot of people who think the same way so it and I think, that's what deters people. I think that's what deters people like, well, my little, my one meal of me not eating meat isn't going to like, in the big picture is not going to change anything. But it does because so many people who have your same mindset aren't doing it. But if they did, then it could make a difference. Right. And there's, it's, it's, um, I feel like this generation is more um, health aware, food mm-hmm. aware than I can ever remember. And I think that's pretty safe to say because this whole you know, being vegan has always been around, right? People have always not eaten meat, but it hasn't been such a the I widespread would, thing. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say trendy. Yeah. yeah, a fad or whatever it is. So you therefore know that that one person is more than just one person. So yeah, it's you know, it is just you and Risco, but it's you and Risco and a ton more people and a little. And even if it's not everybody in the world's vegan, most a lot of people are, and that makes a difference just the same you know and i'm not saying like drop meat entirely like instead of eating meat with every meal dinner why don't you just eat meat two yeah, times instead of five times like i need to have meat when i eat do no you do not no you fucking don't if you're just eating it for the protein there's so many different ways to obtain protein than to eat tofu fuckers no I'm kidding. like okay tofu. first of all i would not recommend tofu for first time oh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> like tofu if like, I hated tofu when we first started eating tofu. It was so gross. But so now, gross. Like, you just have to find recipes that cover or mask the... Because plain tofu uh, by itself is gross. Like, I need it to have, like, a lot of spices. Or Which I need it to it be... Does. Everyone yeah. absorbs the flavor that it's, it's in. Like, it's like eggplant. Like, whatever you cook it with, it's going to take on the flavor. But remember when I told you my mom loves it plain? Uh, ugh. My mom is, like, hard. My woman's like a different species, but she's also foreign. So, you know, and I've seen like a lot of Asian dishes that will like cook a uh, soup and they'll just like cube up the tofu, put the tofu Uh, in like the soup, soup? but they'll only put it in there for like two minutes. That's not enough time for me. I need more. I I need it to be (laughs) for like 48 hours before I want to eat it. But that's why I like miso soup though, because miso is this, uh, the soft, the silken tofu that's all Mm -hmm. soft and like wibbly wobbly. Um, But I just cut that up, dice it and I throw it in. And then I eat it. But that's like a nostalgic thing. Like I love. But if you were to throw that like on a plate, I'd be like, wow, really offending me right now. But yeah, I remember when my mom would say we're having tofu tonight. I'm like, I guess I'm dying tonight of starvation (laughs) because I'm not doing it. And now I actually just made teriyaki, the teriyaki for tofu. So So good. I miss it. I miss tofu. But I don't recommend it. Like go eat beans. Yeah. Ease your way into it. Yeah. But when Francisco and I first went vegan, I watched that documentary while he was still at work and he got off. So every day after work, he would call me and he called me that day. And I was like, listen, I just watched <laughs> this documentary. We're throwing everything away out of the refrigerator. Like the meat industry is disgusting. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, it's like destroying our environment. You guys did that. I remember that when you called me and told me, you're like, we're cleaning everything out right now. I'm like, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I did. I went through the refrigerator and I wasn't even like, we're going to eat this one last time. No, I threw everything away. <laughs> and then he watched, that- <laughs> he watched it though. And he's like, yeah, like this is like, what the heck? Why haven't like, why don't they say this stuff? Like we don't like when you're in school, like you're just taught like from a young age, the media just like instills in you the importance of meat, the importance of dairy. Yeah. 
like it's like dairy builds strong bones and teeth and it's just like everything it's like why at school lunches are you given a carton of milk instead of like a carton of like orange juice or a carton of water it's because like the meat industry wants to start people off at such a young age just like being around the meat industry in any sort of way and even like dr stone she even said like you can find protein in so much shit and you can find calcium calcium actually calcium in milk is not a good source of calcium you have like broccoli i think she said is like a really good source of calcium like there are other things that completely overshadow milk source of calcium like the stuff that they push it for mm-hmm. you can find it in other stuff and get plenty more than what you had when you're drinking milk and people like i people don't understand that like a cow can't be raised overnight so there's like they're given stuff to be produced so quickly which is why i which is i don't know like if this hormones. is true yeah hormones and like which is why i think that kids are developing so much younger than what they used to because they're just they're given like secondhand like hormones through the cow that you know what i'm trying to say yeah like secondhand smoke i guess you could probably equate it to yeah so <laughs> like yeah, you're still getting the effects of something even though you're not doing it yourself Right, which is why, like, it, which goes into raising animals that, like, feed off of grass. So, like, if you give, if you eat a cow, if you eat cow meat that was raised, like, in a huge pasture with, like, a certain, like, a certain grass, it's going to taste different as opposed to a cow that ate hay in a factory. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you're going to, you can taste the difference of how something was raised. So, it goes the same thing with the milk. Like I said, like, elk an antelope and deer that's literally straight from wild to plate and their meat is the fucking best meat which is going against what you say but no but no that's what i'm saying though so like because of what they're eating you can taste the difference so the hormones that these cows are ingesting you're gonna secondhand ingest them so it's gonna have effect on our body somehow and i just i don't like drinking cow's milk because it just like weirds me out that i'm drinking something that is meant to raise this huge animal like why am i drinking it right i mean i've never liked milk ever i've never liked milk but i remember growing up thinking oh i'm going to be i'm going to get like osteoporosis because i'm not i don't like drinking milk i literally because like to go back to what you said with like that they drill it in your head that you need this for calcium and strong bones right i firmly believe that i was like wow i'm gonna just wither away into nothing because i don't like milk but i've never liked milk i don't I don't like milk, which is which was an easy thing for me. I only ate it in cereal. Yeah, and me now too. I have the luxury of having soy milk or almond milk with my cereal. So, but I mean, I could see like that was their what's their argument is you know we're eating we're drinking what is meant for a baby cow for it's the nutrients and everything is meant for a cow, not a human. And like, why are you okay with drinking cow's milk, but you're not okay with drinking like pig's milk or any other type of animal's milk? I didn't even say that. Except for goat's milk. People drink that. But that's yeah, but like, why is it so okay to drink like certain animals' milk but not other animals' milk? But it's just because the importance of like the cow has on the industry of the world. Could you imagine like milking a pig? And then So gross. <laughs> so yours is environmental. Yes, entirely. Which with and on Joe Rogan's podcast, I think I told you um he always ha- he has a guest not always i think it's like three or four times he's had a guest who comes in and talks about the benefits of eating meat what you need it for etc cetera, etc cetera. um and he's like a doctor and something else i'm sure 
he then had um, a, I think he's an MMA fighter, which if Danielle's listening to this, she's probably like, no, he's a wrestler. (laughs) So you guys can correct me either way. He is vegan and he is like massively muscular. He's in shape. He's healthy. He's toned. He's ripped and he's vegan. And he 100% fully like fights and believes in veganism, if that's a thing. Um, But these two were both on the show because Rogan is all about meat, right? He hunts, he loves it. He's about that. He had this guy on his show and this guy was able to open up his eyes and say, no, it is possible to have a diet where you don't eat meat. And they both debated. And it was a very interesting debate because they were back at like back and forth of each other about eating meat and not eating meat. And the guy who doesn't eat meat brought a lot of information to the table in the sense of like that this other guy couldn't really justify any other way, if that makes sense. Like he couldn't debunk him because he was right. And he had all the statistics to prove it. So it is a, it is a possible thing. It's just people seriously, or they'll sit there and say like, I'm not going to get full unless I don't have meat. You know how full I get eating a vegan diet all the time? Oh my God. Yesterday, my snacks that I had, I had a smoothie, a green smoothie, and I had the carrots, the cucumbers and all that stuff, that plate. I was miserably full after. And this, I, but I knew within two hours I was going to be like, I would feel better. Like it wasn't right. like a stuffed, heavy, uncomfortable. It was like I was maxed out full. But then the good thing is my body, it just, you know. Which is not- what I like so much better now. Like I, if I were to eat like a full dinner off of a non-vegan meal, I would feel gross the rest of the, of the day. But now if I eat like a, if I eat like a heavy lunch, by the time dinner comes around, I'll feel perfectly fine because yeah. it's like all I ate good stuff, so I'm not going to feel gross, and my body isn't trying to isn't trying to digest something that it can't break down really easily. Yeah, and I yeah I don't I mean I don't know again I don't know anything about that like the the facts about it, but you yeah, just, either you just feel you just feel better, and like and so and many I, things that you eat are vegan. If, if you don't know, like so many things that you guys eat are vegan. It's just people like have this weird idea of like not eating meat or having a title of it being vegan but who cares like i told you that person when we're talking about the the vegan cookies and they're like no i don't do that you don't you don't do what you don't enjoy cookies like it's only it's just an egg that i took out and i replaced it with an apple applesauce and i fucking dare you after it's been baked at 350 for 12 to 13 minutes and you're gonna sit there and tell me that it's not the same like uh is this missing egg product I can tell. No, you can't. No, you fucking can't. Go away. That And that's the only thing I don't like about it is the bad, the bad vibes, comments, and air about the vegan world um, that people are. The ignorance towards it. Um, and as I said, like, I don't like saying it's a diet. You just choose to eat a certain way. The end. You, you don't need to say you're vegan or not, right? You just, this is what you eat. This is how I decide to eat. It just so happens that I don't eat animal byproducts. But you have a good reason, which you should probably tell why you've decided to get those okay. people. I love eggs. I didn't do eggs for maybe like three months, but then I realized how much I miss them. And I love them so much. Like I, I could eat an egg every day with almost every meal and I I'd be so happy yeah <clears throat> so I still eat eggs I will occasionally eat fish but I still have not found a way fish to eat fish that <laughs> I cook it myself 
and I enjoy it. But there's this uh place in LA. It's like a chain in LA that sells sushi, and I think it's called Sugarfish. Yeah, and it's the, you told me about it. It's so good, and it's completely uh sashimi sushi. So it's all raw, and that's the only way I can eat fish. And it it doesn't taste. I think it's because I don't like the fishy flavor or the fishy taste that a lot of fish has. But mm. a lot of cooked fish, I guess, is the right way to say it. But this fish, like, it's buttery. It, like, melts in your mouth. It doesn't have, like, a strong, salty, fishy taste at all. It's so good. And that's the only way I can eat fish so far that I've discovered on my own. Which we will try and figure out when you get here <clears throat> or when you visit next time. But I noticed that I wasn't eating enough protein well, because of me wanting to go to the gym. Yeah. So I was going to the gym, and it was hard for me to reach the protein that the trainer suggested I eat without eating a lot of extra stuff to make up for what I wasn't getting. So like on a, if I wasn't going to the gym and not trying to like gain muscle mass, I wouldn't be too concerned because like I'm eating, like I eat fine right now for my our li- current lifestyle, which is sitting at home all day. But if I was going to the gym and wanting to like actually like get to where I wanted to be, I was even with the protein powder that I was drinking, I would have to drink like an additional like two or three of those to get, to what I want it to be. Which is good that you realize that. So yes, you have um, you know, an an I like a lifestyle that you want to live, but you also understood that in order to be healthy and grow from a certain point, you had to make a little bit of adjustments. And because I'm sure it goes back to what, what our bodies or where we originated from and what we had access to as opposed to what we have access to now, which is everything at all times, which I think is also an issue what goes back into like my environment aspect of why I eat the way is the way that we always have access to every single thing at all times, all year round in grocery stores adds to the problem. Like if we were to eat a diet that consisted of seasonal food and produce, I think the environment would be a lot better. But it's proven that a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle can prolong someone's lifespan. Oh, I'm, not saying by, I'm not saying by like 20 years it, the, the, the difference is like a maybe between, somewhere <laughs> between like two and 10 years like a range in between there yeah but it's healthier for it's you eating. it's just it's better for you like I said it's, it's I understand how hard it is to like just go entirely that route from being so used to how you've been living but you shouldn't ever do cold turkey unless you feel like you have that. <laughs> yeah, don't do what I did. It was very drastic and yeah. very dramatic. Yes. So literally Gerard, you called me and you're like, I saw this, I said, I, I like, I watched that bio, or the documentary and I was like the one that rap. Yeah. And I'm throwing everything out now. I was like, Oh, okay. But what can I have what you're throwing out? Cause I too saw that documentary. I think, and I think I did take stuff to you that night. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Cause we were living at the house at 17, but I, and I remember thinking like, I saw it too. But hook me up with that shit because I'm still on board with eating meat. But like right when we right when we did that, like I had such bad acne, like a detox of everything. I I don't know if that makes sense or if that's right. But as soon it happened, right when we gave up everything and went cold turkey, like I had such bad acne because my body was detoxing from it. Zits, pimples galore, and then maybe like I want to say like three or four months after, my skin was my skin has was the nicest it's ever been and then to this day if I eat anything you know that I cheated because my forehead will be full of red marks and I always get them in this it's always on my forehead where I'll get breakouts if I cheat 
Yeah, that happens to us. If I have, if we do, and it happens, like, I'm not saying we're, like, anti-fast food, but I really try not to have any fast food if we don't have to. But we do that. We indulge. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, like, there's been times where it's, like, three days in a row. Like, I told you, like, last episode where it's, like, Chinese, McDonald's, Taco Bell. My face gets bad. And I have flawless skin fuckers. <laughs> okay, this Islander skin is, like, I, I mean, eighth grade. I was I had like that pimple stuff like all over the place. It was great, but now uh, it's sort of like few far between. But when I do eat healthy, because I don't eat it now like that way, yeah, my face gets affected, and I get like those angry ones, not the ones that are like white, like the ones that are underneath that those are like are the worst. The and worst. I get those. It's they like underneath like skin, pissed. and yeah, so they like hurt for like five warm. days before yeah. they. Eat surface and you're able to pop them you, yes you can feel it's like or they come right here and i'm like no the ones around the lip and right the here? nose are the yeah. worst but yeah i believe it because you've already you you've taken out all like the grease the fats you know all that kind of stuff and then you're putting it right back in and then it's again it's like eczema your body's telling you could you not and even when we do vegan at like fast food places that it can be vegan i still don't feel great like the fries from Jack in the box, the natural, not the the curly fries are vegan, not the natural cut ones. The natural cut ones have milk in them, but the curly fries, I still feel gross after I eat them, even though they're vegan friendly. I don't feel great if I eat, um, like a vegan thing from Chipotle. I still feel gross after, even though it's vegan, just because like it's so heavy. Yeah. So, but but that comes to like how they make their food, though. Right. But I think being though our diet helps with with. Like it completely cancels out fast food at the equation, which is super right. helpful. Either way, we're getting off tangent. So Gerard does his diet because he does his diet. You don't need to question it. You don't have to fucking worry about why. If you're worried about his nutrients, you should probably worry about your nutrients too. Don't think because you <laughs> ate a fucking cow last night that you are good on your vitamin Ds, all your Bs, all your As, your omega threes, your your potassium, your magnesium. I would almost question you on all that shit too. So it's all fair game here. Um, which is why I, I worry don't, about I don't... my mental state before you worry about my diet, honestly. Yeah, didn't you hear last episode? The fuck? <laughs> We're struggling other ways, okay? <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's it. That was pretty good. That was more like not, not serious, but not so. We were very like on topic. Yeah, this, it went longer than I anticipated, but. Where are we at? Like- 145 we'll probably go down maybe like 130 but it was still like we covered a lot more than i we went into depth more about stuff than i thought we were going to and by no means are we professionals at this stuff no this we're 50 percent of the stuff we said might and probably will be wrong but yeah and we understand that we know it um if you know the answer just whisper it to yourself under your breath when you're listening and then leave it at that or comment the correct uh the correct information but still give us a five-star review (laughs) (laughs) but really this is us this is what we choose to do i'm i'm gonna say it again get a food allergy test even if you don't think you have anything you're allergic to knowledge is power I'm so glad I said that. Okay, so closing, you can yeah. just totally exit this out. So thanks for listening to our podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Bi Coastal Pod, all one word. 
our personal accounts you can follow as well, not your cup of B, N-O-T-Y-O-U-R-C-U-P-O-V-B-E-E. And you can listen to this, as you guys know, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts now. Uh, don't forget to review. Tell your friends about us. We appreciate all the support. Oh, also my Instagram is at JDL at J-A-E dot D-E-E dot E-L-L. And until next time, bitches. Bye. Bye. Bye.